One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Okay, here we are. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. Surprise, I'm back again. I am back with a special episode. You'll notice that this is outside of our usual programming because um, it's January the 2nd. 2019. And two days, two days ago, I thought 26 Habits was done. Over. Finito. And while I was very much open to tackling habits, both the making and breaking of them, on the podcast in 2019 and beyond, I had no intention of doing anything as structured as 26 Habits. Um, truthfully, 26 Habits, by the time it got to the end, it was a year-long project. And by the time the last one came around, I was kind of, I had that moment of relief of, oh, not few, that's unfair. But um, of just, ah, just because there was a published schedule, if I didn't feel like I had a good next habit there, I'd panic. So it was all in the back of my brain. So anyway, it was just, it was just something that I was glad had come to its conclusion. I was pleased. I thought, we've done good work here. It's a nice year-long package. Brilliant. But then the messages started to come and people started to ask, are you sure you're not going to do anything for 2019? Lots of people in the Facebook group are doing their own 26 habits in 2019, whether it's one habit a month or whatever. But it's something that obviously resonated and it's something that I thought, well, why don't we have a little continuation? And on New Year's Day, I was at home having a bit of a tidy up. I, I tidied up my bookcases. Oh my, the joy. I thought they were quite tidy. I reorganised everything. Anything that had fallen out of height order was put back in. Revelation, I've also, I also took a load of bo- boxes. I took a load of books down to the charity shop because there were some books in there that um, I didn't want anymore. So that was great. So there was a bit of a clear out element to it, which obviously, you know, I was a big fan of that during the actual 26 Habits. So during that particular tidy up, I thought, do you know what? We're going to have to do this. It feels the right thing to do. I know that a lot of listeners have asked for it, but I just don't want it to be as prescribed. I Obviously, last time around, I I was like, we should do this. Um, But this time we can work on it collectively. If you're in the Facebook group, we can do suggestions. It doesn't have to be every two weeks. It doesn't have to be. It can be whenever it feels right. So 
I feel like we should just kind of see where this one takes us. What do you think? But in conjunction with the messages about 26 habits and making and breaking habits coming back or being continued, at the same time, I was also getting lots of messages about keeping a diary and if I had any tips on being organized. Now, first of all, before I go into any of this, many of my friends will say I'm disorganized because I am. I am not a natural born digital person. I am analog. I like to write down my, um, (laughs) I like to write down my diary. I like to have a physical diary. I like to have something that I write in because what often happens is I will get an email saying, Hey Emma, we'd like to invite you to this event. I go back and I say, Oh, fabulous, fantastic. Sounds lovely. And then a few weeks later, a friend of mine will say, Oh, you're coming to that dinner, aren't you? And I will, I will go, oh, I haven't been invited. And they'll say, well, I think, are you sure? Because you're definitely on the list. And I asked if you were going and you're definitely there. And then I'll look through my, my email and I'll realize somewhere I've agreed to all of these things, but I've just never written it down. And if you listen to the first journaling podcast that appeared in the 26 Habits Schedule, we talk about the research that shows that actually writing something down creates more of a brain connection with that activity, that feeling, and therefore it's more likely to resonate and stay logged in one's brain. So I am definitely somebody who needs to write things down more. So for me, yes, I keep a diary, I keep uh, journals, etc. But it's about making sure that I transfer the information. That's where I go wrong. In terms of actually keeping my diary, it is organized and it does look great and it does make me feel more structured and more organized and which keeps my stress levels down. But what I have to work on in 2019 is making sure that the information that I share and agree to, etc., online is then transferred into my paper diary because that's where I have been going wrong. So I have spoken many times before about my love of the Passion Planner and it was something that was recommended to me a few years ago by my friend Rachel and she had talked about it and I got my hands on one. They are uh, shipped out of the US so I uh, get them shipped over to the UK and um, I really get on with that. I haven't gone back since I started using it. Every year someone will say, why don't you go back to, I used to use a Smithson Mayfair diary very expensive, very beautiful, by the way. But actually, the Passion Planner has a very similar format. It looks very similar in terms of how they break up the day. Plus, there's also a load of room for other things, which I'll tell you about in a second. Um, But Passion Planner is definitely where I have found the greatest use for um, organizing my time. So I don't subscribe at all to the idea that diaries have to be started and perfect from Monday or from a Monday or from the 1st of January or from the 1st of a month. I feel that whenever you get around to doing something and it becomes helpful to you is when it has value and purpose. If you start using a diary and you stop using it by the sixth week of the year and then you don't notice that you're not using it, then you don't really need it, do you? You're always, you've obviously got things sorted. I used to be very good at storing everything in my head, but I am not so good at that now. When I was in an office job, I could I could keep things pretty well stored and I would know where I needed to be or what I needed to be doing. But now my freelance life is a lot more varied and so things can easily pass if I try and just look it all in my head. So that's not a great idea at all. So um, there's no correct way to keep a diary. <laughs> it's what works for you basically. But I'm going to tell you about how I do it. So um, yeah. 
if you need a diary, you'll know. If you don't, so people watching on YouTube will just see me playing around with my polar neck. Here we go. So, um, 26 Habits is about self-improvement. I just wanted to say this, was about self-improvement. But I also think it's important to say that if you're actually holding down a job, uh, keeping in touch with your friends, putting food on the table, paying your bills, you're doing all right. So maybe, so I sometimes worry with the new year, new year bollocks that people think that they have to be a better version of themselves without acknowledging the parts of them that are actually doing fine, if not good. So there's that to bear in mind. But, you know, if being organised makes you feel more in control and makes you feel better, then do that. So here are my tips. So I do prefer a written diary, as I've said, and I think electronic ones are actually really good when you have a team. So when I've worked on projects where I've had to share diary dates or information with other team members, having a group diary where you can share things and then like upload the minutes or upload notes that you want people to have seen before you get to the meeting, that's when they can be really useful. And obviously so is paper because who wants to print all of that stuff out and staple it all together? Um, the other thing is electronic diaries. I mean, I have the one on my Mac and I just don't like the look of it. Doesn't appeal to me. Maybe there's a hack. Maybe there's a way of making it look sexier, but I don't like it. So when people send me email, you know, the emails that you get saying, um, accept this diary date, I'll accept it, but then I'll just immediately write it in my diary. Hopefully that's what I'm doing in 2019. <laughs> so, um, Another thing I like about a paper diary, and I like a week to view, I don't like a day to view, I like a week to view, is that if I get to, if I turn the page on a Friday or a Sunday and I look at the next week and it looks conspicuously empty or it looks um, like it's a bit heavy on some things, and I'll talk about that in a second, then I um, actively go in and make sure I rebalance it and make sure that I put more in because I work from home a lot and too many days working at home consecutively can make a woman go a bit nuts can make anyone go a bit nuts but I'm talking about me um so then I kind of hustle to fill it so if I I tend to on a Friday if I'm working from home look at the week ahead and I think is that going to be busy enough for you is that going to be good enough and then if it is then I think, great, and I maybe look at the week beyond that, or I think, no, no, you have to hustle and see if you can fill up your Wednesday with some appointments or what have you. Um, so I'm going to drop in some pictures of the Passion Planner, hopefully, depending on my editing skills. And I'll also put this all on Instagram if you want to see the format. But the thing about the Passion Planner, the name gives it away. It actually is about setting goals, um, intentions, objectives, and the like. And when you open the page, you get... Um, it's like a spider diagram and you can fill it in, but it gives you the main structural points of what's your goal for um, three months time, six months time, a year and three years, I think. And I filled it out last year, it, but that's, to be honest, that's not the thing that I get out of the passion planner the most. I really do like the format. The fact that um, at the beginning of the week, you can say what your focus is, you can set some uh, personal uh, goals, you can set some work goals, but then you also have your diary and there's also a nice amount of space on every week to write things like, if, I, if I've got an appointment and it's only for an hour, so I haven't got room to write the address just in case, I, you can use all of that to do all your jotting and everything. So that's what I really like to do with it. But what that whole thing of uh, the, the thing at the beginning where you've got your three month, six month year and three year goal is that it forces you, if you want to go down that road, to crystallize 
what it is that you're actually trying to achieve. So it makes you sometimes retrace some of the steps and figure out what they might look or feel like, which is actually a pretty good practice if you're doing any kind of goal setting anyway. I think sometimes it's, I mean, I've done it in the past as well. You can set yourself a really high goal, a really big goal, but, and it sounds great and people are like, Ooh, she means business, but it, it doesn't stand for anything. It's not, not worth the paper it's written on if you don't know how you're going to achieve it. Um, so that's what that's really good for. And also at the end of each month, you have something called a year, um, a month in review, monthly reflection. And that's a two page spread. Again, I'll try and cut these, cut these images in where you like, what's the most memorable part of the month? What are the things that you've learned this month? What have you been grateful for? And at the, on each week you have a little box to write down three good things that have happened. So if ever I'm feeling a bit sort of like I'm pushing water up a hill or if things aren't going that well, um, meaning if I haven't got RuPaul on my podcast yet, or if Arnold Schwarzenegger hasn't agreed to be on the podcast yet, and I'm feeling hard done by, I will just write three amazing things that have happened in my week. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And then I'll have a word with myself and tell myself to stop being silly so that's what I really like about the passion plan and as I've said the format's not dissimilar from dissimilar to the um Smythson Mayfair diary which last time I, I mean it's over 200 pounds I think and the Smythson diaries are beautiful I will never not love Smythson diaries but they are a considered purchase and the passion planner I think comes in at about 39 dollars and 99 cents or um, around that plus shipping. So there's that. Um, and then the other thing that I do with my diaries is color coding. And I know that this sometimes makes me look childish when I get out my little pencil case with, um, in fact, sorry, YouTubers, I'm going to slide out of shot. Um, my pencil case, which has Arnold Schwarzenegger on it, um, with my different colored biros, but when I said about when I look at the week ahead, if the balance doesn't look right, I put my work commitments in light blue. I put my social commitments in pink. I put my health and fitness in orange. So if I do a run, I might like block out two hours in the morning. And it means within those two hours, you have to do your run or your biking or yoga or whatever it might be. And then uh, what else do I have? Purple is for blocking out research and reading time because I have a lot of authors on the podcast and I have to sit down and read their books. And 
that that needs to be structured in because I will easily go, oh no, I'll just send all of those emails, etc., and blah, blah, blah. Working from home is green and like trying to structure all of that. So what it does is it means that when I open the diary, I have a, a, a good sense of whether I'm striking a good balance because if it's too pink, it means I need to do more work. If it's too blue, which is more likely, it means I need to put in a dinner with friends or I need to have, you know, go and see some mates because I can be very bad for just like looking and it's just all blue and purple so the pink is kind of the pink so that it makes me it provides a nice color and balance so that's that's god I don't really know what I can say I love the passion planner they've also I think they've changed the sizing or I've ordered the wrong size but last year I got a desk one and a and a handbag one and the handbag one is um a5 I think that's right and the desk one, I ended up not using that much because it was just too big. And if I was using one paper diary, it then seemed bonkers to then have a second. So it was a good idea, but it just didn't work out for me. I know some people insist on having two, but the new Passion Planner seems to be a bit bigger in um, format and I prefer it, even though it'll be a bit more cumbersome to hang to carry around. I do actually really like the size of it and it allows that format. It allows your week to really breathe. It gives you a bit more writing space. So I'm down for it so the other way I organize myself and this is new is with the bullet journal and this is a recent edition I've been playing around with the idea of getting one of these for ages because I keep seeing Anna Newton from the Anna Reddit talk about them on social and she did some Instagram stories just before Christmas where she was showing how she was planning her content and I was so inspired I thought Do you know what? I'm going to get one and she's obviously been using one for a while she has a very a good way of working within it and I can't copy her I just have to figure out how I'm going to use it and there are different formats you can get dotted paper so it's like dotted squares you can get squared paper you can get lined paper and I think you just get plain but um it's a very good way of kind of breaking down a project into bite-sized pieces and Lily Pebbles has done a great video on how she uses hers actually I'll put the link in the notes but not to give too much away, but there's a new additional format coming to the podcast. It's not going to interfere with your usual Sunday entertainment with the main episodes, but the additional content requires a lot more planning, prepping, and just, I need to be really organized about it. And that's what I'm going to be, or that's what I've started using the bullet journal for. I think it was, I think the bullet journal I got, I got it from Amazon and I think it was 15 pounds and so far so good I'm really liking using it I like the dotted format um I think what the bullet journal does is it just gives you free reign you can put a name or a task in the middle of it and you can just dot around and do whatever feels particularly right but so far for me it's given me the structure so all of the things that I want to cover in these podcasts people places topics etc I'm creating a list and I'm creating a little key and then as I tick them off or as I make progress with them, I put like a little, so that each one, there's like five, five little dashes or whatever that you have to get to complete it. So at least I can see, oh, that one's still not happened, but at least I'm three ticks down the line, if that makes kind of sense. Anyway, so bullet journals, if you've been using a bullet journal and you have a key, would you please share it? Because I keep seeing them all over social media and all over the internet. And I feel like a simpleton for not being able to come up with a key but I think it depends on what you're using it for. But there we go. The other thing I have 
really embraced in 2018 is to-do lists. And you don't need anything particularly structured to do one of these. You could use, you know, an old envelope, a um, scrap of paper or anything. But I nicked this idea. I didn't actually nick the pad from Joe Fairley. Excuse me, YouTubers. When I popped, I was just leaning over. When I popped over to her house to do the podcast, which was published a few months ago. Now, this is a five days in the week to-do list with literally it's, how would I say, it's somewhere between, it's just a bit smaller than a piece of A4 and it's a desk pad and it breaks down Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday and then at the bottom you've got this weekend, next week, snowball in hell. So it's kind of um, things that you want to particularly achieve. And what I found is if I sit down first thing, first thing before I do anything else and I come in and I just do write my to-do list, uh, doctor's appointment, send that email, uh, put together that uh, episode script, do this, do that, do the other. It can sometimes feel completely overwhelming. Then I go off and have a coffee and go and exercise. And then I come back and what surprises me is A, how quickly it is to get through it. But B, because it's a week to view, because you've got your five days, by the time I get to Thursday and I see that I have torched through Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and everything's crossed off, or I mean, sometimes I carry things over. It means that by Thursday and Friday, I'm feeling really motivated and really like, oh, I'm having a great week. I'm doing so much. Look at it. I've got visual proof that I've got through all of it. So again, I will um, try and drop in pictures if you're watching this on YouTube. And I'll also uh, try and uh, I'll, I'll put the links in the show notes as well. How about that? That's what I was trying to say. Again, it doesn't have to be that you spend a lot of money on a diary or a notepad or anything else. It can just be scraps of paper. But if you are wanting to be more organised or feel that you need a diary structure or anything like that, then those are the things that I have found that I would recommend. And none of them, I think, are particularly crazy money. Um, Smiths and diaries are very expensive. They're beautiful and they're very functional. But um, I've tried here to recommend things that I think the bullet journals 15, I think the desk pad with the five days a week is about, I think, eight pounds. But I mean, you've got a lot of sheets on there. So you've got a few years worth, I think. And then the passion planner, as I said, I think was around $40. But um, I will put confirmed prices, etc. and everything in the show notes. But do whatever feels right. What I used to do when I worked in an office as well is I always used to have an A4 spiral bound notebook. If you're watching on YouTube, they're there. <laughs> they are some of their, their two. And I always used to get the bright ones from the shop. So like pink, um, blue or orange or something like that. And at the beginning of each day, I would write the day of the week and the date. And then if I had a to-do list, I'd put it in the right-hand corner, kind of small, like scribbles, like not sticking to the lines. And then as I went through my day, I'd write any notes, like if I had a phone call with someone and there were action points. And if I had to do something in the afternoon, I would write it at sort of the bottom half of the page and get round to it. And then at the end of every day, I would turn that page and write the day, the date of the next day so that anything that needed to be carried over was flagged up. But that when I got to my desk the next morning, I had a clean page, I had a like, you know, clean slate as it were, and was ready to tackle what that day had to offer. So those are my tips and tricks for looking, uh, for, for organizing a diary, a notebook, or whatever it is that you think that you might want to do. Do you keep a diary? 
Do you have a bullet journal? Do you have to-do lists? Do you think that you need to buy a structured notepad or do you just think plain paper does the trick? What works for you? I'd be really interested to hear actually. So comment below if you're watching on YouTube or um, I will put this on social media. You can DM me at, at Emma Guns on Instagram and Twitter. You can join the private Facebook group. The link to join will be in the show notes. Or you can, what else can you do? Or you can email me, that's it. You can email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. Now I know I have been coming at you with random episodes at random times um, as we have transitioned from 2018 and 2019. I hope you don't mind. I'm just playing around with something new, but we will be getting back to our regular scheduled programming soon. But uh, in the meantime, I just thought I'd throw some surprises and some curveballs and see what you think. So do let me know. I would love to hear from you. It is one of my favorite things that happens in my week is when I get an email from listeners and I've been getting some great ones. And in fact, as soon as I turn this camera off and turn this microphone off, I am going straight into my inbox to go and answer all the emails that have been coming in to thebeautypodcast at gmail.com. So please don't be shy about getting in touch with me. Your ideas have been brilliant, are brilliant, and I am actioning them. They've all gone into my bullet journal. I won't show you. Well, this is my bullet journal if you want. I decided to go for like an aquamarine green. What do you think? Anyway, um, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Please do subscribe, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you are downloading, streaming this podcast, click the subscribe button wherever it is that you're enjoying this episode. And if it gives you the opportunity, then I'd be delighted if you could leave a five-star rating. Um, that would be splendid. And I would be so, so grateful. And I could... Um, read it on my birthday like I did last year that's a bit sad actually I shouldn't have admitted that I think I already did it's fine right organization any tips any tricks um maybe I'll get an expert on the show to talk about being more organized I'm sure there's some I'm sure there are people out there who can maximize even the stuff that I'm trying to do anyway get in touch with the show I'd love to hear from you and thank you for watching thank you for listening and I will see you on the next one Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.